Hello, my love. Are you ready for something truly life-changing? Introducing the Monarch Six-Week Challenge. The new year is right around the corner, and this six-week journey is designed specifically for women looking to lose body fat, gain lean muscle, and witness real sustainable transformation, not just physically, but mentally too. And guess what? The winner of this challenge gets an all-expenses-paid trip to Austin, Texas, plus a VIP ticket to the Know Your Power April Retreat. Now, ladies, spots are limited, and right now it's only $197 for the entire six-week transformation. So join us now and make 2024 your most empowering year yet. Click the link in the description to secure your spot. Hurry, they're going fast. Welcome back to another episode of the Know Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Aaliyah. And I'm Julia Renee. And today we are talking about how to actually, actually, in all caps, Wait, why did I forget the rest? <laughs> Achieve your goals in 2024. Yes. Not to not to like just set them and never do them, not yes. to procrastinate them, not to fail one month into the new year. Yes. We're going to talk about our strategy for how we set goals and how to actually achieve those goals. Yes, because we don't want you to be a part of that group of people yes. that set the goals and then they just like fall off like a month in and then go back to just being how you were yeah. when you set them. Yeah. I feel like the biggest thing we're going to be addressing this episode is like you owe it to yourself to stick to these goals, right? So like, is it the easiest thing ever? No. Everyone sets like New Year's resolutions or things they want to yes. change or all these things, but following through is the hardest part, but like you really do deserve it for yourself. I feel like every year people are like, next year's my year, next right? Year's like actually stick to it this time. Like yes. be dedicated that this year is your year. Before we get into it, do you want to talk about oh, yes. our break ski? We are going to be taking next week week off so because I'm going to be going to Louisiana with um, Zach to visit his mom for Mm -hmm. after Christmas so we're going to be taking a week off from the pod so I just want to let you guys know we'll miss you and we hope you miss us too we'll be thinking of you in the new year we will hopefully this can take you through yes (laughs) start working on these things and when we see you you better be on your grind okay um okay so the first thing I feel like we need to go over is effective goal setting because I feel like how you set your goals honestly sets up whether you're gonna like fail or succeed at those goals personally we've talked about some of these before so like we have gotten more into depth on like how we goal set how Mm -hmm. we manifest those episodes might be a little old at this point but I feel like the values still hold and like what we say still hold so if you want to get more detail about any of this we do have other episodes we might link them down below or just search up like know your power goal goal or yeah something will come up okay i know we did one last year around this time the first thing you need to do is set smart goals not dumb goals but smart (laughs) your goals better be educational they better not be dumb Smart. I'm just going to go over what <laughs> you're so amused at your own joke. And I, I love it. <laughs> I'm going to go over like what each stands for and then go a little more into it's detail. It's an acronym. Yes. S M A R T. Not just smart. <laughs> just, they're not just smart. <laughs> so the S stands for specific M measurable A achievable R though. I saw two different options, but I went with relevant. Is that the one you typically What's the other use? one? I think it was reason. Well, no, that does. That no, I do think sense. it was reasonable. I, th- I like, I like relevant also, better. Yeah, yeah. Relevant. Um, and then T timely. So to go a little bit into each of those as specific 
as in your goals should be detailed. You shouldn't have like a super big blanket statement of like, I just kind of want to do this, right? You should get like really detailed for yourself, like figure out what specifically do you want? Why do you want it? Go into detail, write those details out. Every time you think of this goal, it should be detailed, right? Like for example, a dumb goal would be, (laughs) I want a car. No, I want a new car. Yeah. Okay. What color? (laughs) By when? Yeah. What kind of car? Like that's how we can get more specific. Exactly. So M being measurable is set yourself up for success by finding something you can actually track progress with. Mm -hmm. Because another example, say I want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, if you don't have a specific number, you're starting at a specific number you're trying to get to trackable, measurable progress. How do you know if you're losing weight? You know, like it's that simple, like try to find a goal where you can measure. And sometimes that like, say it is that car goal, you may have to like save up a certain amount. So still make that part of your goal, like something you can measure along the way, instead of just like, I'm just going to stumble upon this new car. I'm just going to wait, like (laughs) wait for it to come into my lap. The next is achievable. You want to be realistic with yourself. You want to be honest with yourself. Obviously we all have like these huge aspirations and dreams and goals, but sometimes you need baby steps, like mini goals to get to that end goal. Right. So if your goal is to be an Olympian, right. So like step on the Olympia stage, you have to start by doing your first show. Mm -hmm. So make your goal stepping on my first stage, then make it winning my first show, Mm -hmm. then make it going to nationals, winning nationals, getting my pro card. Right. So like all these things eventually tie into being an Olympian, but you need to be realistic. You're not going to go from never having stepped on stage to being on the Olympia within a few months. Exactly. Sometimes it happens. I have seen it happen, but (laughs) it's still good to be realistic. It's very rare. Yeah. It's very, very, very. I also feel like being realistic with your timeline. I feel like that's where I see a lot of people screw up is they're like, I'm going to drop 20 pounds by the end of January. And then they're sad when they don't, even though it's like, bro, that's not healthy. Yeah. Like that wasn't, (laughs) that wasn't realistic to start. So how do you expect to get that? So just something that's actually achievable. Also relevant. So I like this one because I feel like I'm someone where I, we talked a little bit about this in last week's episode where we were like, Sometimes you see other people's goals and you Mm. take them on as your own. Yes. But you really need to see like, are the goals you're setting for like, say you're setting just in the first half of your year, right? That's how I usually like to go into like my new year's goals is in the first six months. These are the things I want to achieve. Then hopefully I'll achieve those things, reassess and make my second half of the year goals. So if I'm going into that and I'm just like throwing all these random goals in there that don't feel authentic to my end goal, like kind of what's the point? <laughs> yes. It's like, do, are these even goals that are s- true to you and yeah. who you are and where your life is going and your purpose and your dreams? Or, yeah. or are they just other people's that you see them doing that you think that you also need to do? Yeah. And I've definitely fallen into that. Like I've been yeah. someone where I'm like, I'm going to start posting. And I've said this to you every day on TikTok. And then I start it and I'm like, I don't love making TikToks. Like, why am I doing this? Instead, I need to be posting once a week on YouTube, like I've been promising and wanting to do for so long. But instead, I'm like almost distracting that goal with this other like short-term goal, you know? So make sure it fits into your long-term journey. The last one is timely. Like we said before, set yourself a deadline. Give yourself like either, even if it's not like a certain, like by this date, this is going to happen. I think just having certain like almost checkpoints or like milestones of like, mm-hmm. okay, if I want to lose 30 pounds next year, my goal is to lose my first 10 by yes. April. 
right? Yeah. So like just setting yourself up for like seeing that progress, seeing that success, giving yourself some dates to work towards. Yeah. It's also being more realistic with like, how long does this thing actually take? Yeah. Because depending on how big the goal is, like it might take a little bit longer than one year. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then also there's some things where we give each, give ourselves a year to do it when it's like, bro, you could have done that a month. Yeah. You know, and by, done that by giving yourself a longer timeline, you're able to procrastinate. Yeah, you're I do that all procrastinating. the time. <laughs> That's what's really happening. <laughs> um, the next thing is, uh, as far as like goal setting goes is goal setting grammar. And this is something Julia speaks on a lot. So if you want to take over, you're welcome to. It's mostly about the way you word your own goals to mm. not be in a way of like wanting or like yearning for something, but instead like addressing it as though you already have it. Yeah. Or like it's a non-negotiable, like this thing is mine or gonna be mine. Yeah, right? like it's just a matter of time yeah one thing that I've been saying a lot is that like it might be no now but it's not no forever yeah. you know what I mean just like um that's what I've been saying like about my like Olympia like wanting to go to the Olympia like I know that I'm going mm -hmm. it's just a matter of time and it being aligned with everything basically on the yeah. universe's timeline so for me it's like the grammar around your goals is so important and how you're talking about them like I want to lose weight yeah I uh, I might maybe sort of eventually it, it would be fun <laughs> instead of I will and I have yeah, like, and I've are, done and you just when you say it with that level of confidence when you read it back or when you think about mm -hmm. it I feel like it really does adjust your perspective to not be this like unobtainable foreign goal. Yes. Now it's something that like, you know, you're capable of doing 100%. and it makes it a lot easier to actually go for it. So yeah. the example I have that kind of uses like smart goals plus grammar. Here's my examples, a bad, a dumb goal, as we yeah. call it with bad grammar would sound like in 2024, I want to lose weight. <laughs> right. I hear this one all the time. Hey, grandma, I'm not going to throw my grandma. <laughs> Uh, whatever for the sake of the the thing um like what's your new new year's resolution and she's just like oh i want to like get skinny or like oh i want to lose some weight it's like that is so general and you're saying it again in that like oh, i want to that yeah. doesn't mean i'm doing it or yeah. i'm or i'm working towards it but it just I want doesn't to. sound very powerful yeah versus a, a smart goal and good grammar is by march 1st 2024 i will be under 20 percent body fat boom that's powerful yeah like you're saying, yes. I will be, not yes. I want to be, not I'm going to be, I will be. Like I'm guaranteed that I will because I know I'm going to work towards it since I'm setting this. Mm -hmm. You're giving yourself a specific date. You're giving yourself a measurable thing to track, right? Yeah, you're you not just like, progress now. Uh, I like even like by March 1st, 2024, I will lose weight. Mm -hmm. Like that's still just not specific enough. Like really hone in on something that you can track. You can measure that like you can check in on to see if you're making progress because I feel like that's so important. So exactly. just getting specific. It also makes you more motivated too when you track your progress. Mm -hmm. When you don't and you kind of just leave your goals like super open-ended without any progress tracking to see like how much closer you're getting. It's kind of like this is why our goals end up falling flat because yeah. we're just like, throw them out into the ether and then we're like, well, like, how do you when know? Are they coming? Yeah, exactly. How do you like, know how you're do you, getting closer? Yeah. Or how do you know you didn't already achieve your goal? It's like true. if you're not tracking anything yeah. or like paying attention to a measurable factor, like I feel like then you're just kind of on that like endless chase to do more when mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you already achieved that. Like yeah. you can switch gears now. So, or add another one. Yeah, exactly. How many goals do you usually set per year? I'm just curious. 
there's like like long term like for the year goals for not the, like for the, for the week. full year there's usually anywhere between like that, that I know we're going to take a year are usually between five and 10 yeah, that I'm take like a boat. year. The other ones are like smaller, which can maybe be done in like max six months. Yeah. I usually, I didn't write any of this down, um, but the way I usually break it down is like around this time of year. So like when you're listening to this, it's a great activity you could do like right after the podcast. I try to make um, like different categories of business. Yeah. Social media, I still kind of keep separate from that because it's not like my training business. Um, family slash friends relationships. And then what's my last one? I think just like other slash like personal goals. Mm -hmm. And for those four categories, I'll fill in my biggest goal of the year for each. And then I'll kind of break down what we're about to go into is like a course of action of like, okay, now I made this goal. How am I going to get it? Right. So then you have like different branches of your life that you can equally work on instead of like making 20, oh, that's one of them too, is like gym goals. Um, making like 20 gym goals, but yes. like not caring about your relationships or exactly. family or your business or all these things, then it's a lot harder to get all 20 of those versus if they're different facets of your life, you can mm-hmm. kind of like grow in all of those facets at the same time. True. So anyway, like I said before, now that you've taken the time, you've thought about your goals, your you've goals them aren't down. dumb. <laughs> yeah. They're really intelligent. They're really smart. <laughs> Super smart goals. Um, now you have to create a plan, right? Now the work's not going to do itself. You can't yes. write down, I'm going to hit 20% body fat by May. And then just May sit on the couch and eat by potato March 1st. chips. Yeah. And then not do anything about it. Um, I think it's so important to make a plan before just kind of committing yourself to something because then you can see what it's actually going to look like on a day-to-day. We've said this before and I still think it holds true. Similar to setting smart goals, you almost want to set like smart plan of actions where you're not just going, okay, I don't work out currently, right? But I'm going to start doing two a days, waking up at 5 a.m., doing cardio twice Mm -hmm. a day plus weight training um, and also going to work and also going to start this new, are you okay? (laughs) I was going to sneeze, but I don't think I do. Okay. (laughs) I was like, nah! I like saw your little nose scrunch. Um, but you're putting all of this stuff on your plate. That's setting yourself up for failure just because it's so overwhelming and so taxing. And like, if that fits into your routine, great. But I think being in that same level of like being realistic with yourself and setting like, okay, realistically looking at my schedule, when can I go to the gym? Mm-hmm. Okay, currently I go two times a week. Can I make it three or four? Like, what can I change to make it that way? Like, that is creating a successful plan of action. Now you're determining what days a week you're going, how long you're going for, what you're going to be training. That makes the, I guess, like the thinking part of actually starting a lot easier. And then the second thing is like set timeline, like, procedures for yourself, right? So like, okay, I'm going to train those four times a week for a month, And then I'm going to reassess. Am I seeing progress? Mm -hmm. Am I not? If I'm not, why not? Yeah. What adjustments can we make going forward? Yeah. Or like if I am, can I fit another day? Like I feel great doing these four days. Can I fit a fifth? Right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's just about like planning ahead of time and also not allowing January 1st to have this weird hold over you. Mm Because I feel like so many people start their plan with, okay, and I'm going to start this in the new year. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Okay, if you're listening to this and it's a few days before the new year, why not start now? I know. Like what about the first is going to be this like magical like, oh, now you're going to start, right? Because people think, and I am too, I get this way where it's like, if I'm not going to be 100% perfect, then I'm not going to do it at all. Yeah. And I think that's why people don't start their goals until the new year because they know that they're not going to be perfect through the holidays. And if they're not going to be perfect, it's like, I can't do it. 
Mm-hmm. I just can't do it. But if anybody has gone through a fitness journey, you know that it's not about being perfect. Not a, It's about building consistency. And mm-hmm. you can't do that without starting that plan of action. Yeah. Like if you're not showing up for yourself, you're already starting that new year, almost doubting yourself. Yeah. Like for example, like a... A goal that I have for myself for this year is qualifying for the Olympia. So now I have to create a plan on how am I actually going to achieve that goal. So the things that go underneath that goal are I need to hit all five of my cardio sessions. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that I'm hitting my macros every day. I need to make sure that I'm getting blood work and I'm staying healthy. I need to make sure that I'm hitting legs as much as I can um, or my glutes and hamstrings so that I can build enough muscle so that my glutes will be competitive against the other girls. Like this is how we start creating a plan that goes underneath our overarching big goal. Yeah. Like the same thing goes if I want to lose, you know, the 20% body fat by this date. Like, well, what do you need to do in order to get there? Yeah. Like how much do you need to lose? Ex- what are you currently at? Are you at 25? Okay. Yes. You need to lose 1% every month then, right? Yeah. What do you need to do for your mm-hmm. body to lose 1% every month? So you kind of just like break it down yeah. into like baby steps almost and then just tackle the, them as they come. Yeah, and the baby steps are what gets you to that overall goal. Yeah. So if I had the goal of qualifying for the Olympia and I didn't do any of those quote unquote, like the baby steps of like cardio, macros, blood work, um, supplementation, stuff like that. If I didn't do any of those, the big goal wouldn't even be achievable. So creating the plan is super important because it gets you to that overall goal. Agreed. And then I kind of did like go over the next two parts, but the next part is to track your progress. So like we said before, if you have something measurable, it makes it a lot easier. So I recommend finding something measurable. Sometimes that can be hard. And one of those baby steps has to be the measurable outcome, right? Mm-hmm. So like making sure that you can tick off five times a week of cardio is your measurable. When you're kind of like on your journey and it's so easy to use like weight loss as like what our examples are, but like this could be anything from business to relationships mm-hmm. to whatever it is. Um, just like checking in and being honest with yourself at least once a week. Like I know we're like actively journaling on a daily basis. So that is like actively checking in on where we are and how our progress is doing. But some people don't like journaling or some people don't have the time for it or can't do it super often. Um, Just make sure you're checking in with yourself mentally and physically. Are you on track to hit this goal? And kind of just assessing like, if you're not, why not? Like what could you be doing different or better or switching up entirely? It's also super, super normal for your goals to change. Like I've definitely been halfway to a goal before and been like, I don't even want this. Exactly. (laughs) Like, you know what? I was wrong about this. Like now that I'm getting there, I've realized like my numbers were off or like this was off. And actually this is my new goal. And maybe you have to push that goal back and that's okay. I feel like the worst thing you can do is be like, I'm not making progress. I'm done. Like I'm no longer working. I think like checking in at least once a month on all these goals and seeing what your progress is like is super important Mm -hmm. especially like with the fitness side of it you can have like a whole section on your phone that's dedicated to your progress photos a note section on your phone that's dedicated to like what your weight is your body fat percentage or your measurements and then if we're talking about like business goals or financial goals checking every single month like how much you made versus the month before you know what changes did you make that made the biggest difference where can you improve so that you can continue to make more you know I do this once a month with like YouTube stuff and seeing yeah. how much like revenue I've been making. It's like, okay, what did I do right this month? And what did I, what do I need to improve on? And can I do more of the things that I did right? Yeah. So that we're just not like spinning our tires or throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing if it sticks. <laughs> 
I love that saying. You know, that's how the Italians do it. So yeah, definitely track your progress. Um, make sure you're on track. And sometimes it is okay if you're not just reassess and see what you could yes. be doing differently. Yeah. Like ebbs and flows are normal. And I feel like that's when things aren't achievable because then you become too hard on yourself and you do the same thing every day and expect a different result, you know? Yes. The last thing, like That's I said uh, before. the definition of insanity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some of us are insane. I don't blame you. I've been there. Me. Um, honestly, me. Um, like I said before, start now is like the last thing you need to do. You have your goals. <laughs> start now is the last thing you need to do. <laughs> the first thing you need to do. That's but funny. the last thing on this chart. Um you know your goals, you know what you need mm -hmm. to do. Now it's about just like going out and doing it. And like I said, at the beginning of this episode, you owe it to yourself mm -hmm. to stick with these goals. If you're taking the time and you're writing these things out and you know in the deep of your heart that these are things you wanna achieve, I think you owe it to yourself to at least give it your best effort, right? Exactly. Show up for yourself, build consistency, see where it takes you. Mm -hmm. And like, don't be afraid of failure. Don't let failure hold you back because that's something like, I feel like if you listen to this podcast regularly, we all know about me by now, mm -hmm. is that I'll give up on things before even starting because I assume it's gonna fail. Yes. But like, what if you just showed up? Yeah. What if you didn't care about succeeding or failing and you just did it anyway and mm -hmm. just saw what happened? 90% yeah. of the time, it turns out better than expected. There's this, I've already shared this on the podcast, but I wanna share it again because it's so important. But there was a girl that I met at the Buff Chick event and she came up to me and she's been wanting to compete for so long. And I was like, why haven't you? And she's just like, I'm scared that I'm going to fail or it's going to be too hard. And I was like, so you're scared that you're going to fail. So you're preemptively failing because you're scared to fail. Mm -hmm. I was like, what if you just didn't? You're the one that decides if you yeah. fail or not. What if what if placing fifth is still winning because you're stepping on stage? Yeah. So just think about like if there's something in your life that you're doing very similarly to how this girl is being. I have done the same thing that she was, and this is only the only reason that I can speak to it is because some things like they seem too big or your family thinks that they're, you know, they're just a dream or you're being crazy or you're being silly because you're going outside of the norm. It's so easy to like bring that into your space and take it on as your own as well. Mm -hmm. So if there is that thing that you really want to do and you're scared of doing it because your fear of failure or what other people are going to think, you sitting in that is going to make you not go after the thing. Mm -hmm. So you are actually causing yourself to fail before you even fail. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. That's you, insanity. That is insanity. <laughs> You're sabotaging yourself on purpose because you want to affirm what you believe about yourself is true. Mm -hmm. You already believe that you're going to fail, that you're not going to be able to do the thing. So what do you do? You do the exact steps that cause you to fail. You don't follow your meal plan. You don't go to the gym. You don't hit any of your financial goals. You don't hit, do those extra emails, extra yeah. phone calls, whatever, so that you can prove to yourself, yeah, you are a failure. See, here's the proof. Those people were right. Those people yeah. were right. It's self-sabotage. You were right about yourself. And we've all done it in one avenue or another. Uh -huh. I think it's just about catching it before it even begins to, to fester. I yeah. have certain people in my life that I've come to terms with. I don't tell them about my goals. Yeah. Because even if they make a joke about it, I always let those jokes like kind of like yeah. fester. You know and yourself enough to yeah. know like, yeah, it is not. Exactly. It's so not. there's certain things that like I'm going to keep quiet until I'm ready to show them like, hey, like these are the numbers. Like I started that business and it's mm -hmm. doing well. Instead mm -hmm. of being like... I'm thinking about starting a business and they immediately like laugh in your face. It's so easy to then be like, 
oh, like maybe I'm not capable. Maybe I should They're be laughing. worried about Everyone's going to laugh. Exactly. exactly. So don't listen to other people's opinions about your goals. They're your goals for a reason. Yeah. If you know that it's what you want to achieve, it should not matter what anyone else thinks of that goal, right? Like if Julia, if, if Julia was like, I'm, I want to, or I'm going to qualify for the Olympia. And I was like, are you sure about that? Like, you sure about you know that? <laughs> you sure about I, that? I love that, that audio. <laughs> I can't say that um, ever again without saying it sorry. that way. But like, imagine what that dynamic shift like would do to Julia. Like mm. just those little things of like, then it makes you want to like not share that part of you with other yeah. people. So just be like cautious of like who you're sharing yeah. your goals with. And also reminder that their reaction to reflection of them, never of you and your goals. They're just jealous that you're a going after these P, things. A hundo P. Yeah. A hundo P. <laughs> That's all I True. really got. Do you want to share one goal for this year? And I'll share one of I mine. I mean, mine is to qualify for the Olympia. Yeah. Um, Julia's going to do it. Yeah. That's, that's my <laughs> biggest one. I also have social media goals to hit um 500k on youtube that'd be 700k on instagram and then 5 million on tiktok yeah because i know those are realistic for a time frame of a year yeah so that's mine i I gave mine 20k on youtube Which sounds that's like baby a, numbers. That's but still a in lot, especially year. going from like in the hundreds exactly. right now. Yeah. So again, like that's realistic because I looked at when setting these goals for my new year, I was like, okay, I've done YouTube for a month, maybe less mm. than like, I really truly started in December and we're at like 1.2 thousand. Mm-hmm. So realistically in a year from now, if I keep growing around like 1.2 thousand a month, like mm-hmm. maybe a little boosted could get me to 20 K. So I feel like it can actually be 50. I should probably brain. set higher. I think it can be 50 My goal is to hit 20,000. And then when I hit 20,000 in the next year, like that's, that's kind of how I set goals. Cause I rather succeed and then set a new goal no, I get than it. be like, Oh, I didn't hit that. So one of my mentally smart goals, um, is like when I hit that, my next goal would probably be 30 K and see if I could hit that extra 10 K by the end of the year. Yeah, Cause like once you hit a certain stride, like with your numbers in YouTube, it kind of goes faster like instead of doing the 1200 yeah. followers a month it might actually be like 2000 a month like yeah. you never know if a video goes viral then it actually that's the that's like what you don't know about like all the social media platforms is that like one week you might have nothing the next week a video goes that's viral Instagram and for you, me. it's so annoying it's so random yeah. or all like something from like two months ago will start getting views and i'm Th- like that's what okay. happened to me i also had the video of the grinch one the grinch <laughs> that sound. was great it though. went viral yeah and as I it should you deserve didn't even that. didn't even try but the ones i try at there's <laughs> there's I've just given up on trying to figure it it's, out yeah i'm just gonna post social media like. is fascinating yeah. exactly and that's gonna get you that growth yeah Really? I've just started caring less because I care too much. <laughs> like I, I'm, I care the most. <laughs> I get that. We talked about it a little last episode of like things we learned when I stop checking my numbers yeah. is when things do well. Same with my business. If I stop caring, like so I'm so anal about finances sometimes and I check it constantly. Mm-hmm. And when I finally like, okay, maybe let's like take a week before checking like your bank account. That's when like I see the most progress. Yeah. It's because like, I'm not obsessed with it. Let's just stop like obsessing so much all the time and just like put in that work portion of it. Yeah. You'll see 
so many results. Same thing with like your physique. Like when you look at your physique in the mirror and you're obsessing every single day versus like checking it after like a month of tracking progress and then like looking back, it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I I completely agree, especially with like progress photos and like and like body fat percentage changes. Um, The last thing I'm going to request from y'all is to put one of your goals for 2024 in the comments. That way it's out in the universe. Try to make it a smart goal. Try and to write it with good grammar. Yeah, then we can like support each other. So yes. also try to, a little homework assignment, try to find someone else in the comment and their goal and hype them up or yes. like their comment or just like, yeah. let's motivate each other. Because you people. might like, there might be people in their family that don't support them. And yeah. I totally get that because there is a period of time where my family didn't quite understand my goals either, but mm-hmm. now they do. But you might be the person that gives them that little push to go after something that people have been like, what girl, yeah. like what? So be that person for each other. And we're going to be that for you. Yes. 